Alright, welcome to HOA Nightmares. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be covering some Airbnb drama as well as some uh, pre-meeting jitters for the both of us as we enter into election season here in our buildings and uh, have to do some reporting. So uh, with that, let's get right into it. Steven, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming back to HOA Nightmares. We're excited to have you listening. Uh, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be uh, an exciting and nerve-wracking week for for the both of us, uh, both Pat and I. Uh, we've got our, our meetings coming up, uh, so today we're going to reflect back on, uh, for me at least, last year's meeting uh, and the uh, the subsequent fallout uh, from our our last uh, board election um, with a, a new one uh, on the horizon uh, and likely to be drama with that as well. So you use the word fallout. That's a pretty <laughs> key word here. I'd love to really unpack that a little bit. Can you tell us, tell, tell our listeners a little bit more about what, what's going on? Well, so if you remember uh, a short time ago, there was a, uh, a, a movie starring Tom, Tom Cruise called Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, that <laughs> is uh, a, a fairly accurate representation of exactly what happened after our last board election. Um, it was Mission Impossible. How do we get this person that we just elected off the board? That's, um, no, that, now that's a twist that I feel like is only you know on par with an M Night Shyamalan uh, property. Yes, I, I, he's he's got uh, he, he's got first right of refusal on this uh, on the screenplay for this. Um, so in in, in a nutshell, um, you know we uh, you know we elected somebody in the board, and then due to uh, due to some some bad behavior, they, they had to be they had to be removed. Um, so I mean, we could we could go right into this. Um, yeah, let's do it. I mean, is okay. there a formal impeachment process? And according to your your condo docs, like yeah, walk us through kind of how, how we got here. That because that's that's yeah. like a pretty so, drastic. So I think that there was there was definitely you know it was a it was a bit of a clash of of I think personalities and, and expectations. So to start at the beginning. The the owner of this uh, of this unit was brand new. They had just bought. Um, they had uh, this person had moved down from uh, from New York City, um, where they had been renting. They moved down to Charlotte. Uh, worked in uh, worked in one of the businesses um, here and uh, and was owning for the first time. So uh, what they were were looking to do uh, was. We found out um, try to make a little bit of money uh, on their unit when they weren't there, uh, renting it out on Airbnb. Um, but none of that was was something that we had expected. Um, so at the actual election, uh, this person wasn't there, um, and her roommate um, was there uh, as a proxy for her, and she volunteered um, the owner for uh, appointment to the board. And due to the fact that there was no one else. Um, that was uh, willing to join the board uh, at that time. Uh, she was voted sight unseen, with no one, no expectation of who she was, or uh, I don't think she had any expectations that she was, uh, you know, what she was going to need to do on the board. So, you know, it was a little bit of a risky move uh, looking back on it. But you know, everybody everybody voted to try to have as you know uh, as many people on the board as we could at that point. It was you know a, a choice between having two people on the board. Uh, or having two people and a mystery person on the board, so we we at that point only had uh, a perspective three people, 
Um, so uh, for a number of months, there were no issues um, other than, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, all of us getting up to speed on, on being on a new board. And what we started to learn from resident complaints is that, you know, someone in the building was uh, renting out on Airbnb and the guests were leaving trash in different places. There was loud noises. There was noise complaints. You know, there was, you know, all of these issues going on. And, you know, this was brought up to the board and we all had discussions about it. Uh, and uh, this person never mentioned it. Uh, that mm. they themselves were renting out on Airbnb, despite multiple conversations amongst ourselves that HOA rentals, uh, any rentals, uh, and this is common, I think, in a lot of condo units, uh, any rentals less than 30 days uh, are not permitted uh, because it creates an environment where a lot of people uh, are, are coming in and out, creating noise, leaving trash, creating mischief uh, that, uh, that you know, longtime residents and owners don't want. So despite the fact that this person knew that these were not allowed and that we were having problems, uh, residents were complaining, you know, trash and other things were, were, being, were being left. You know, she made no, no comment. Uh, she made, you know, no, no uh, effort to sort of admit to the fact that, oh, I didn't know this uh, and I'll stop. Um, and so this continued for a number of months uh, until... Uh, someone on the board was able to find uh, units on our building that were up on Airbnb and VBRO. Um, and so one of those units we discovered is owned by the board member. Uh, and so twist. We, yes, a big twist. So we had a sort of separate email chain where this was announced. Uh, hey, did any of you guys know this? You know, we didn't at the time. And so uh, this was brought up in a board meeting uh, to the, uh, the, the the suspect in this case, suspect. Uh, the suspect, and she, you know, she simply said, "Oh yeah, you know, like that's fine, um, like you know, like I'll I'll just stop." And so you're like, "Okay, so you know, we'll just you know that's fine. You know, why didn't you just say anything? Like we could have settled this." So she said, "Sure, I'll I'll stop." And so within a matter of weeks, there was another one from her unit up, uh, which we discussed. And then we attempted to have a more formal hearing, which is the process before you can actually find somebody for an indiscretion. And we had this formal process um, at the board meeting. Uh, she admitted fault, no problem, I'll stop doing it. Uh, and again, weeks later, we find another one. Ooh. So, uh, so this fool continues. me once, Shame yeah, on. going on, you know, fool me <laughs> once, fool me twice. So now we're at the point where, you know, we are, we're getting resident complaints. Residents know that a board member has, is doing this. It's, it's gotten around because you can't keep any secrets. And so, you know, we ultimately decide that the only thing that we can do is remove her from the board, uh, which to answer your, your initial question is you have to simply have all remaining all additional board members um, vote for that um, and the fact that you know there was only at that time two other board members um, myself and, and one other uh, was uh, was part of the problem and so we quickly tried to seek out additional people to join the board and we were able to find two more 
um, one that would replace her and then one that would uh, simply step into an open spot. And so in the end, we actually ended up with more board members than we started with. But um, by bringing those those two on, you know, we were able to make it a, a little bit more of a, um, you know, a unanimous decision as opposed to a two on one. Um, and and ultimately, we, we removed this person from the board and we elected to fine her. Uh, the limit um, for fining is $100 uh, per instance, which sounds um, barely worthwhile. And ultimately, we went through multiple rounds of fining, um, three, four, maybe five of them, because $100 is, barely scratches the surface of what somebody can make in Airbnb. Oh, for sure. So, you know, that was the situation is that she never, never disputed it, simply said, that's fine. Find me whatever you think is right knowing that we could only find $100 and that she was making well in excess of that each time. Uh, and so, you know, we, uh, we finally had to, uh, had to go to uh, Airbnb, and, um, VBRO, and you can go to those, those, uh, those companies and as a condo association, tell them to report to you anytime someone from your building uh, is renting an Airbnb. Uh, which they have a service to do that because so many places have this problem uh, where it's hard to police. Most people are, uh, you know, not uh, really concerned about fines because they make, you know, more money. So we had these notifications now coming to us as a board, which was extremely helpful. And so the moment they would go up, we would fine uh, the uh the person in question. And so after multiple fines before, you know, uh, these actually even became rented, we were able to squash it. Um, wow. But this took a matter of, this took about six months from, uh, from beginning to end, from us discovering it to actually removal and, you know, ma many, many fines before this, uh, this got settled. So it was definitely a bit of a problem uh, and created a lot of unrest within the building because, um, People themselves, you know, a lot of people who are following the rules, they would love to make some extra income. Sure. Um, yeah, but absolutely. for a board member to do it, it was really a bad scene because people were very upset that we set the rules. We have, you know, we, we occasionally find people for, you know, different complaints, issues, whatever. And um, for some, for them to find out that, you know, this person's shirking the rules, you know, and it took months for, for us to sort of get this settled and squashed was, was a real a real problem for, for the board. Yeah, that sounds like it. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys really had to actually drain your own swamp. That we did have to drain the swamp. We've done uh, arguably a better job of it than, um, than other people who have, have been trying to drain the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> so now, did this particular individual like go quietly into the night or is uh, yeah there... I mean honestly like as quietly as could be expected which was which was a relief um, you know rather unengaged in the first place um, probably would never have have been on the board had you know she known what we would actually be be doing um, you know she was rarely rarely on time for the meetings um, and very you know on on un, very un, uninterested in really the 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 day to day because it's not a very glamorous position as you sure. know. Right. Uh, you know, it's a lot of just 
emailing back and forth, making decisions, you know, small little decisions, but, um, you know, un- uninterested in that, much more interested in simply, um, uh, you know, explaining how important her job was and why she was late. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I think that that's it's a really interesting point in that I think a lot of people around our age are looking to supplement their income or, you know, and, and, it, and it's Airbnb is a great way to do that, if you, especially if you live in a desirable area. Um, I mean, when I was a renter on the beach down here, I did it once during Art Basel weekend, and I made about three quarters of my rent in just a weekend. And that's my good. landlord I mean, was... That's, that's yeah. substantial. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great. And I, I had no issues with it. Um, I I left cookies out. You know, I, I mean, I really, really pulled out all the stops um, for these art going guests. And it was great. I mean, my landlord was in France and so had no idea what was actually happening. And I had a place to stay. So, um, you know, his check always arrived on time and he was none the wiser. And thankfully, you know, nothing terrible happened. But um but yeah, it's, it is, it's like, but then I, at the same time, I did feel very responsible because it was just like, well, I, at the end of the day, it's, it's still my responsibility to make sure that this place isn't trashed. Um, and I think, you know, thankfully that with some vetting, you know, I found a, a good, some good couples, but yeah, I've considered it here and it's, it's very much against our, our rules and as a real, a real bugaboo of our property manager. So I mentioned yeah. it to her once. I was like, yeah, what's the deal with Airbnb? And she's like, I will come for you if you rent your unit. It is, <laughs> on it is really like, the, oh, it's yikes. really the scourge of, of all condo buildings uh, and even, even rental apartment buildings yep. uh, because, you know, it's hard to police. It makes the, you know, sort of rent, the person, you know, the, the ad placer oh, a good amount of money. Oh, sure. um, and you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you could get somebody who's, who's coming in for, you know, a visit to their, their kids, you know, high school graduation, uh, right. and they're, you know, going to be polite, neat, tidy, and, and, and be, be great house guests. Or you could get, you know, somebody who's our friends coming in. Yeah. You could get all of our friends who are just <laughs> animals and, um, you know, will happily just, flip a mattress in a house after, sure. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and try to hope that nobody finds it. Right. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. And printers are thrown. Pr- like yeah. I mean, a lot of things that could happen. Yeah. You get f- printers thrown, mattresses flipped, yeah. mattresses reflipped because the second stain is worse than the first one. <laughs> you just have no idea what might take place. Right. Um, but the, the, I mean, the thing is more and more in most, in, in cities, you know, certainly I, I would imagine Miami is like this. Um, although there's probably more, more choices around Miami. But, you know, if there's a big enough event, then people don't care because they're going to make so much money that they can pay a cleaning fee. They can right. pay fines. Um, and, and they kind of do it. Um, I mean, we had, the one thing that was useful about this whole scenario was, we actually get to have a frank discussion with the property management company as well as, you know, as us remaining board members um, about, you know, what should the rules be? I, yeah. You know, we, we all just sort of ask our questions. What are the rules? Um, and, you know, we ultimately decided that, you know, it was probably not in the best interest of the building or the long-term residents to have people be allowed to Airbnb their place 
although we know that people are going to break the rules regardless. But sure. you know, if we can limit it, then then we 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 should. Um, I would certainly be tempted to do it if it was allowed, um, because it can be so lucrative. Oh, know, for sure. Just turn don't. it into a, a fun little jingle, uh, you know, of the building of what are the rules and just like yeah. keep, you know, like, yeah, yeah. trying to I, roll I, I it out in I a nice can, way. I don't know if I can, uh, you know, carry the tune the same as you can, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, what are the rules? <laughs> you know, when you're... It'd be, you're, be like a nice, like benevolent friend being like, if you rent your apartment and you know, just have like a nice little, like, you know, haiku for each like grievance, you know, that someone could possibly commit and... Yeah, when you buffer it with a nice little hook with a what are the rules? And then before you know it, everyone's like, yeah, you're right. We should all just obey the rules. I think that you know, we'll have to see if we can get something. Maybe maybe we can we can utilize this platform to, you know, create a little bit of a, a, an HOA jingle business. Look, I'm uh, all I'm all for bridging, you know, the divide between people with music. Um, you know, I think that that would be especially helpful in in buildings where you have just constant complainers and, and things. I mean, I was accosted in my own laundry room today, just, you know, trying to wash my huggies. And uh, what happened in your laundry room today? Well, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just do my thing. And uh, so our building was kind of funny in that there are two machines on every even floor and one of each on every odd floor. So um, wait, let's just pause for a moment. So yeah. you, you, while you're doing, you have shared laundry facilities in your building not in we your do unit. correct i yes. don't think i knew that oh yeah so we have yeah we have them um on the floor and on every single floor um it's all like card operated you just load it up and and it's it's one of those things that at first for me it was a total deal breaker when i was buying a place yeah um but then you know the when i really looked at like all of the other things so you know, the unit had been renovated and the view and, and all, it became a lot less important. Um, and actually, I've really never had much of an issue. I mean, yeah, every now and again, like you have to wait. Um, but then it's like, okay, that's fine. You can do other things and then revisit. Um, and especially having multiple machines on the floors, um, I think makes it a little bit easier and kind of keeps things moving for the residents. Um, so but the only thing was is on my floor, which is an even floor, which should have two machines. There's only one. And um, I never really even knew why. I mean, I, I know there was something with like the plumbing and then it became like a politics thing with the providers. And, you know, it just it's one of those things that shouldn't be complicated, but is intensely complicated. Oh, yeah. Um, so there, you know, are some of the neighbors that feel really, really strongly about, you know, these the quantity of machines and the fact that every floor should have two and which I don't disagree with. And it's something that we're currently pursuing with a company who is being wildly difficult, but it's just like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, pull my unmentionables out of the washer and someone else had come <laughs> in with theirs and just like, Oh, greeting, you know, pleasantries and, you know, r recognized who I was and was like, Hey, we, you know, we need more machines in here. And, and I, you know, like, I don't know why you guys can't like, you know, just get these machines. And you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm holding like wet Hanes underwear, you know, that I'm trying to respectfully like put into the dryer, you know, that, that it's just some of those things like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually, you know, we've been talking with the company and they want a certain threshold to make it worth it financially for them. And here's what the status of that is. And like, it's just, it's really hard to give, you know, a status update as you're, you know, pulling out. It's hard your... to be business-like when you're <laughs> holding your own underwear in your hands. Oh yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that's that's a little challenging. It's um, tough. I, I I think that I mean, especially in a situation like that, you know, it's it's hard. <laughs> it, it's just not where you want to be making eye contact with your neighbors. No, no, not at all. And and thankfully, I mean, I I keep it pretty tasteful. But I was like, there are there could be unmen- unmentionables in there that you know, like, what if I'm going to Coachella and there's some mesh in the laundry? Like, what, <laughs> what, like, what, what do you think? You know, how's that going to be received? You know, yeah, I, still want to I mean, put this air on that I'm a professional and serving you well as your board member, and no one's going to take someone seriously in some neon mesh. It, it, <laughs> There's there's things that you you know every every board member needs to keep private. Oh, like the amount sure. <laughs> the amount of you know the amount of costumes, the amount of oh, mesh, yeah. you know wh- whatever the case may be. I mean, you know if you're when you're pulling your banana suit out of the dryer, <laughs> you know you you don't want to you don't want to bump into your next yeah, door neighbor. True. Please, that's dry clean only, Steven. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely dry clean only. <laughs> that's true. I think that's why I ruined so many. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's it is like a funny thing where you think you're safe and and you have you know you're just going about your business and you just never know what's on someone's mind at any given moment. But you know they, it, it is this like unique thing where someone feels instantly you know empowered. And I do want to be visible and I'm always happy to talk to someone. Um, but it is funny how like you know the, the residents just feel this um, you know comfort i guess i don't i'm not quite sure how to articulate it where it's like as soon as they see you they're like oh there's a guy i can really you know complain to and really lay it on pretty thick (laughs) that you know it just it's it's a really kind of like unique set of circumstances that i think we we find ourselves in where people you know no matter what's on their mind at any given time they feel very uh comfortable just sharing anything and it's generally something negative like that's the funny thing is and you know i don't think anyone I don't expect to be praised for doing my job because that's my, my job. But it is funny that no one's ever like, hey, you know, I took a look at the progress on the gym outside. It's looking really good. Like, keep keep up the good work. You know, no one says that. It's more of, yeah, where's the extra washer as I'm, I'm holding some Hanes? Yeah, it's, yeah, you never, you never really hear the, the good things. It's always the, it's always the bad things. But that's, that's one of the things that I'm hoping that, this year as we get into our you know our annual meeting where you know we'll we'll get at least some of the presidents um some of the owners in there um it's always the same ones but um some people just don't show up but you know to kind of report on here's what we accomplished here's what we set out to accomplish this year here's what we did accomplish here are some surprises that took place uh and then here's what you know we're looking to to do next year based on what we've learned, um, which is where I'm going to hopefully be able to come in and very reasonably articulate, um, you know, what went on with the budget this year, some things that went well, some things that didn't go well, a couple of oopsies, a couple, couple oopsies, couple surprises. Um, and then, you know, talk about, you know, our, our, uh, our expectations for next year and what that means for the, uh, you know, the budget for the reserve, um, and ultimately for our own, uh, you know, HOA fees. Um, so now so, in that scenario, are you guys also, if you're looking at, at fees and, and kind of, you know, what could be happening there, are, are we, are we getting party subs, Dr. Peppers, you know, for the people that come, like what's, what are they walking into? Like set it up for me, paint me a picture. So what, you know, what have we laid out to make everybody feel at home? That or I mean, or if anything, like, or is it just like in a, in a room at the building and a few so people we, come down? So we actually have it at the uh, at uh, at a, a, a building offsite 
um, wow. you know, some, somewhere else just to have a, <laughs> a real DMZ. <laughs> neutral, you guys got here, t- yeah. a neutral territory for everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, nobody, you know, it's 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 like the Super Bowl. No, nobody gets to have home field advantage. Got it. Um, so we have it in a neutral neutral location, um, and you know we uh, we we don't really have any. We have no Dr Peppers. We have no subs. Um, you know, not, nothing like that because we really would like to keep it as, as short and sweet Got um, no as, as we can. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we pretty much will, we'll just, you know, get down to business and, and kind of go through, uh, through the details of, you know, what, what's transpired this year, you know, we'll go through the budget. Uh, we'll, we'll talk through new updates. I think we're going to have a, uh, a community police officer come in to talk about, um, you know what is and is not, um, you know, the appropriate things to call nine one one for. Uh, <laughs> we had that last year, and it was well received. Interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. a real dare officer kind of coming into a little bit. Education. I mean, it, it is it is a little bit like that. Um, he did a great job last year, and we so we invited him back again for for any any new new owners or just to remind the the existing owners, you know, the difference between three one one. And nine one one. Oh dear! <laughs> you know, so if, if somebody has has deposited a a couch on the curb to be picked up, you know, um, by trash, you don't call nine one one for that. Right. <laughs> there's you know there's no there's no nine one one for this couch on the curb has offended me. You know, to, um, to me though, a lazy boy on the curb could be a nine one one scenario. I mean, that's that's a tough uh, that's a tough judgment. I mean, that there. might be a nine one one bargain, depending yeah, on the true. tradition that it's <laughs> yeah, in. But um, find someone with an F one fifty and put that thing in the back and let's go. Yeah, but we've had, but that's you know that's something that you know is a, I guess a gray area um, versus you know if you see somebody you know keying cars or trying right. to break a window, that is a nine one one, not a three one one, which we've we've had to. You know, uh, express to people um, that you know. You know, if you see crime, don't email the board about it. Right. <laughs> Just call nine one one. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and so you know, kind of teaching people the, the right way to go about things. Um, so in your in your presentation as treasurer with all the numbers, how how are we looking budget wise? Are 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 people going to really be uh, enthused to hear what you've got to say, or do you think you might be met with some resistance based on? I think on there's going to the be some mixed. I think there's going to be some mixed results. I think everybody's going to have a little bit of the, uh, you know, the Zach Galifianakis doing math face, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> right. as as we go through this, but I think generally, you know, there's there's always good news and bad news because some things go in your favor and some things go against. And so for this year, you know, this past year, you know, we ended up. Uh, being over budget, but um, we were, uh, you know, we, we had planned enough um, that we had room to to spare. Okay. Um, you know that we had a big surprise with um, uh, needing to fix, uh, a, you know, part of part of the building, um, some repairs, and you know those were not planned for at all. Um, cost a sign- fairly significant amount of money, but. You know, we we could swing it without having to do an assessment, wow, um, and so I think negative, but it you know it it worked out. But that kind of brought us sort of to the edge of of what we needed, and so you know some other little things that added up over the course actually brought us over budget. So you know we were we were kind of we had the cushion, 
that saved us on the on the bigger repairs, and then some other things kind of came into place that that uh, you know extra you know sort of extra cleanings on some of the lobby furniture, which is a story for another time. Mm. Um, and uh, you know other other little details, you know some some repairs to some units that were unplanned for, um, you know some updates to you know, some of the, um, the walkways, you know, some, some, you, you know, unblocking the trash chute, uh, you know, that was unplanned for <laughs> those kind of add up over time. Um, sure. somebody throws a, you know, a whole vacuum cleaner down the trash chute. Um, wow. That is a bold move. It is. It is a bold move. That to um, me sounds like more of a three, one, one type of scenario that is rather <laughs> than, than your trash chutes. It, it was well, um, I, I've, I've shared with you, uh, I've shared with you the um, the backup in the in the trash room uh, after the blockage uh, that became a nine one one situation. Right, <laughs> right. Um, that I would definitely tell my dare officer is a nine one one scenario, yeah. and I don't care what he says. That that's definitely. I mean, you know, I guess these people when they're done with their Dysons, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, when when you're when, when your your house is too dirty, uh, you know, the, the vacuum cleaner just quits on you. What are the rules? What are the, <laughs> what are the rules? And I what think that rules? brings us about to, to time, which I, I don't, I cannot think of a better way to end this than with, you know, I, I hear a jingle that's really, you know, coming in my head of uh, what are the rules? That's, that's I definitely think that's, that's something pretty that could take off. I, you know, I, I think, you know, this is the, unfortunately the end of the episode, but, you know, I wish that we had introduced this episode as, you know, the what are, what are the rules episode? Um, because that's really what it's about. <laughs> I think that, that that should be the title. That's definitely, I think, a perfect episode title for this uh, is definitely going to be What Are the Rules? Well, what Stephen, rules? it sounds like we're going to have a lot of really exciting updates from your meeting next week, which I am personally uh, just titillated by, and I cannot wait to hear I think we're both going to likely, it. yeah, we'll both, both likely have, have some updates. We didn't get to really talk oh, about your, sure. your, your meeting uh, a little bit, but I think you'll have to give us both the um, the expectations and then the results in the next episode. Uh, oh yeah, because we'll, I know you've got some. We'll do some highs some and lows because I'm, some I'm highs sure and lows. they're coming. Yeah, you have some MVP LVP. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I, there's there's, there's going to be, be a lot of that. There's a lot of that. A lot of that. Can everybody be an LVP? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think with with some of the char- the cast of characters, I think that's that's certainly uh, a, a, an absolute possibility. Um, but yeah, for the MVP or LVP in your life, we'd love to hear from you. So um, shoot us an email, hoanightmares1 at gmail.com. We really want to hear your stories and, and what you may be facing in your building, um, as well as some of our, our Instagram trolls who just tell us to move out of buildings with HOAs based on our recent posts. So we'd want to hear from you too. Uh, we're really curious about uh, Instagram you know, trolls. strong we, desires on, on, a, on a... We want to hear from you. We, you know, we want to understand, you know, <laughs> you know really how did do. you decide? How did you decide that the homeless life was was better than an HOA? Tell <laughs> tell us the details. More, certainly more to come on that, but uh, otherwise, find us on Instagram at HOA Nightmares, and um, hopefully, maybe leave us a nice comment to to combat some of some of our our recent trolls. But you know, like I've said, it, haters make you popular. So I'm I'm thrilled that we've got some some engagement, despite the fact that most of it has been negative. Um, but I think you know we're <laughs> we, still fighting yeah, our sea legs here. Be, and, uh, be nice and to us this week. Things happen. We're both we're both bo- both Pat and I are on the precipice <laughs> leading into our meetings. Please don't push us over the edge. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that note, uh, I hope everyone has a great week, and we will uh, talk to you next time. Stephen, thank you so much. This is Bye, everyone. Class, as always. <laughs>